0: Hey, we made it to Friday
1: here in August. Hope you're doing well, getting through the weekend, ready for a big weekend. Well, the weather's good. Kind of a nice day today. It does not feel nearly as hot as it's been. still warm, but, I mean, heck, it's August. Practice was beautiful. We double-teamed practice today here at Action Sports Shacks. They might want to start double-teaming Colin Johnson. <laughs> in practice. Yeah. He's been good the last couple of days, uh, from reports and, and video that I got from Marcel yesterday. We were out there today, a couple okay. fun catches and plays. Looks apart, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Get you a little excited about uh, the red zone because he's a big guy, six foot six, something we talked about when he got drafted without really watching too much of him. And again, I mean listen, if there's one thing to cling through in this camp. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's two. I think Minshew's a fun guy, and the Gruden Minshew McAdoo uh, kind of mesh will be interesting for me to watch, uh, depending on how much you believe in that or not. The one thing someone people around the country could actually say, I'm looking forward to this, and that is the receiving core. I mean, is there? There's no question anymore. I mean, these last two days kind of validate it. There's no question. The receiving core might be the strength of the team, and if it's not the strength of the team, it's at least the curiosity of the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no. Without is there? Is something I'm missing? I mean the linebackers, Showbert and Jack, I mean it could be a good upgrade, but
2: Well listen, that's gonna be a good upgrade, but you have to have the defensive line to have their back. And yeah. we don't know if they have that right now. No, I think as far Hardly as bodies. as far as the most intriguing position, it's definitely the wide receivers, right? And when we talk about Colin Johnson, he's that different type of cat. He's the taller, he's six six, about two twenty. Obviously, that red zone threat. And so far, he's had a magnificent training camp. He's looking good. Now comes the question, when you start going good on good, though, when you start pressing a little bit and you get that press coverage, how do you respond to that? Like, I'll be honest right now, as far as his footwork and going through drills, he looks fantastic. To me, the last piece of the puzzle is going to be, how does he handle man coverage? How does he handle that press?
1: Is he physical? He's big enough. But is he physical enough to get off that press coverage? If he is Brent, you might have something special there. Yeah, and as, at least another part of it, you know. And again, Akina McCardell said this last week, but he's got different kind of guys. That's the beauty of it. That's the fun of it. It's not like they all look the same, you know. They they all have different skills. Not all of them, but they, some things are. They can be versatile and do similar things. But six foot six is different than the way Lavisca Chenault was built. Let's just say that. Exactly. Uh, we know that. And Chris Conley, by the way, is a, is different build versus a DD versus a DJ Chark and Keelan Cole's. So uh, it should be uh, a lot of fun to see what happens. Uh, By the way, we don't usually lead off golf. We won't talk much about golf. Tiger Woods on on the course. So that's always fun for me. Uh, It was a 59 shot today. So I say this more from a homework standpoint throughout the show. If you're going to hang with us, think about this. The 59 in golf, which now has been done. You know, I I don't even know how many times I'll have to look it up. But David Duvall did. Jim Furyk's done it. Jim Furyk then shot 58. He shot 58 and 59. Well, Scotty Scheffler did it today, shot a 59 on a par 71 course at TPC Boston. So I was thinking, I was like, what is the 59 in golf? Pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even think like cycles in baseball are probably more common. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't even say probably. They absolutely are more common. So is it like a perfect game in baseball? Uh, really? What is it in football? I yeah. don't know. Uh, what is it compared to in sports? And by the way, we might – let's keep our eye on this. Here's Dustin Johnson's line. Okay. So far today, he's played eight holes. Birdie, eagle, birdie, eagle, birdie par birdie birdie he is seven under par after eight holes
2: so i mean that's <laughs> see but doesn't that kind of i guess like take away from the shine of that title 59 if everyone's shooting really good scores like it, it kind of shows
1: me that it's an easy golf course well it's a, it's certain it's a good question because yeah. it's certain the playoffs is it too easy has, has tpc boston there as it is it kind of have the golfers surpassed it you know there's always that question about whether uh courses are good enough these days or long enough these days or challenging enough these days and some courses it's fun to see a shootout the john deere classic has always been like that where it's like 30 under par you Mm -hmm. know uh but i don't know if the playoff should be something they're shooting 59s and 60s on so that's a fair question the the other there's a mental side of this too You, you a lot of guys play really well on one side and then not so great on the other side because you start thinking of things like uh, that yeah. so let's see where dj finishes up but it's something to watch and it's not a bad question mm-hmm. uh, you know usually to me uh, listen the majors are the truest test usually uh, the players championship here in town is a true test Uh, This seems a little odd to start your playoffs with scores like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And by the way, if you're like Tiger Woods and others, you better step on the gas pedal soon just to keep up and have a good finish. Forget about winning, but to have a good finish. So keep our eye on it. But Dustin Johnson doing something special right now. That is a scorecard. That is unbelievable. Birdie, eagle, birdie, eagle, birdie, par, birdie, birdie. He has a 23 on a par 36 so far. He's got one more hole to play, a par 4. I've never seen a score like that. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable on nine. So uh, we'll see what happens with uh, Dustin Johnson. We'll keep you posted on uh on that but we'll talk a lot more about football nba playoffs coming up today as well we also do a little something different we're not afraid here on this show and i was thinking of this actually we're not afraid to talk ufc mm-hmm. a little wrestling mm-hmm. i wanted to ask you about wrestling not right now a little mm-hmm. later about aew because they have some fans going in there yeah i, I got, got my tickets, tickets. R- i got my tickets ready come on man i i, 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 I should have there. Known. come on next I question
2: next question why did you put
1: it as a show topic
2: next question yeah i'll be topic?
1: there topic don't, don't worry. Pick, <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't pick. Uh, the. I want to ask you about that. Okay. Is 10% even worth having fans in? Oh, Brett. Yeah, well, let's get into that later. Yeah, so yeah. I'll ask you about that. Yeah. Also, we never did ask you, actually, last week, coming off the, the championship fight in UFC. Mm-hmm. So what's going on now in the next few weeks or this weekend, uh, but also off that f- fight. So, like I said, we're not afraid to talk those things. So we'll talk a little bit about it coming mm-hmm. up uh later on and... We have a man called Super Evan Mm -hmm. on the show. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, who? What? What sport does he play? He used to play basketball. Yeah. Now he's playing one of the most popular sports out there. Mm -hmm. What would it be? Competitive gaming? Goose? I was so, uh, a competitive gamer? I was hoping you would say like what game it is. Oh, oh, my bad.
2: But he's a he's a competitive gamer. He plays he Call of Duty. Yes, yes, yes. Did you do your homework? Kinda. Did you see some of his accolades? I did. They're pretty impressive. Are, they so, are.
3: I was just reading them off to Nick, and I was like, "That's." that's I mean, big you want to talk about a 59 in golf?
2: This is like a
1: 49 in golf. What he was
3: yeah, doing? What, okay. What, what was your uh, topic? What's the equivalent? His stats are the equivalent. Are they yeah. really? Pretty
1: pretty good stats. I already told Super Evan. I was like, uh, direct message back and forth. And I was like, listen. I don't know anything about this stuff. Hey,
3: if
2: you
1: have to to go use the bathroom, go use the bathroom, man. Listen, I don't mind learning about some of this stuff. I just don't know. Like, you guys just said, you guys' eyes light up when I say Super Evan and you say his accolades. Like, I was reading off Larry Bird's credentials Yeah. we were going to the Hall of
3: Fame. We (laughs) were joking. You know, Nick, our our boss, was uh, (laughs) hanging out here earlier, and we were talking about the interview, and he's like, oh, you should see if you can get him to, like, stream with you. And I was like, Nick, I'm so bad. Like, I would bring staff that's down so he can't play with. well me. this is where my mind
1: goes and you guys saw this earlier i was asking y'all about it i was like hey should we we're on twitch yeah super evans has got a little job to do for us today on twitch yep he's got to tell everybody that we're on twitch sure like
2: spread and, the word yeah spread the word super yeah. we normally so, have like
3: you know Maybe four people watching on Twitch. i are not playing
1: video can... games. I told you, we gotta play video games while we're talking sports. Well, so then I asked you guys, I said, well, should we get him on the video? Well, Kuz can set him up with us on the video. And should he be playing a video game like while we have the interview? Yeah. And I don't know where we're at on that. We're trying. There's some. There's some tricky things. I it just, sounds so oh, we're easy. I was there. Oh, okay. I'm but, way more
3: confident than I should be. We might be there. Yeah, I was gonna gonna say, say, it'd be hard to be confident with me when
1: I asked you. Yeah, no. But it'd be hard for him though, like to like really answer the questions if we're talking to him. right? Listen, I see these guys, gamers. Yeah. I listen to their gamers sometimes on the game. Yeah. Sometimes on Twitch, they're dropping f bombs. They're saying all these things. They got conversations going on. They can focus and do yeah, that. Yeah, but not in depth conversations. I'm gonna put this kid to the ringer, Brent. This, gonna, but this, like, if we had him on. And he's gaming. He's not really fully paying attention to the gaming, yeah. and he does poorly. Uh, is that going to that's be? That's on a- us. That's on yeah. That's it, yeah, on us. But if that hurts also, the brand. Is going to hurt his brand. It's going to hurt both our brands. Not going to yeah, hurt um, our brand. Did you see how many followers that kid's got? We don't have a brand on Twitter. Uh-uh. I mean Twitch. Okay. Well, he's he's also on Twitter. I saw. Uh,
2: All yeah.
3: right. So I'm just saying, has a lot so, more on Twitch. Let's not must, poke the beehive. He must have already said something because we we have way more people on Twitch than we normally ever Did do. So. I'm just going to say there this though.
1: Twitch.
2: I'm just going to say this though. Brent, you're a second Genesis guy, right? No. Uh, or no. Like a, would you, you had Nintendo? Did you have in anything N- Nintendo? Yeah, I was in Nintendo. Okay. okay. Well, I've compiled a list with the help of me and some of my other friends that are gamers. I've compiled a list it's of... Good you were helping yourself. Well, we, This is for the show. Relax. I know. I'm, I'm just uh, saying. You said with the help of me. Oh, well, I'm not going to help you at all. Yeah, you, have, you bring nothing to the table. But I've compiled a list of ten questions that every video game fan should know. So we're going to quiz, you know, our guest here, Super Evan, to see how uh, how much of a professional is he really? Because I'm covering all decades here of video games. Feel free to take part if you want, Brett. Maybe you can answer one or two questions. Brett. I
1: owned, I'm just going to tell you, I owned and two. And you take part as well. I, mean, I own two uh, video game consoles, if you will. Okay. Uh, Odyssey. Mm-hmm. You, have you heard It's on your list. I mean, I, it's not on my list, but I know of, of it. Yeah. And then I, I'm 32 years old, remember? I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, Even that one's almost dating me. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in mind, my parents didn't have cable when I was a kid either. So I had, honestly. Hey, I'm with you, man. I had cable either. Uh, and the other one is Nintendo. I had yeah, Nintendo, sure. right? So, yeah. but I never had, like, didn't you guys tell me the other day, like, uh, the N64? Is that what it was? N64. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have that. But now Ty has had PlayStation renditions. Yeah. Um, I think he still has PlayStation. Yep. Yeah.
2: What else would he have? Oh, he's got, like, there's PS4 now. And it's PS4. PS5. I think that's what he's got. Yeah. Okay. There's PS5 coming out pretty... Right, Cruz, when's that coming out?
3: Around Christmas time. Christmas but time. what's the other one, if you don't have... Xbox, Xbox. Yeah, you don't oh. have Xbox. Oh, Brent, stop game.
1: Hey, did,
2: did <laughs> you, you do any, on, any no, homework? No, no, on no. On. <laughs>
3: you are entering a territory know, that you don't want to go, Apparently and you're you are going to pin the Xbox
1: all. people against the
3: PS people. That's you don't want to do. This that. could be a big no, show. No, you hey, don't want to do hey, that. L-
2: this know, could this be a big. Is this like
1: Democrats and Republicans? <laughs> <laughs> oh, even worse. Could be. Yeah. I mean,
2: I've drawn my line in the sand, and I'm not afraid
1: to talk about this one either. But uh you had Nintendo. I Nintendo. had Odyssey. And by the way, when I was a little kid, I had Kaleco Vision. Not Neighbors did. I okay. okay. that? I think it was Calico Vision. Uh, that ColecoVision. Make sense? Yeah, I've heard Calico Vision. It had like this huge remote controller. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, got yeah. You. had all these so, digits, It
2: looked so, like a big car phone. Uh, so, <laughs> so with the Nintendo, <laughs> though, I mean, obviously being a Nintendo as a kid, did the game kind of like freeze up where you had to take it out and then blow on it, and you made yourself white oh, headed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. Then, and then you took like the rubbing alcohol sometimes yeah, with the Q-tip. Absolutely. My man, we're yeah. in the same boat. I mean, the dust was an enemy. I would get so I would get so <laughs> white so headed, almost pass out every single time out of frustration to try to blow my cartridge.
1: So anyway. We have Super Evan coming on today, and as you can tell, I won't lead the actual gaming conversation. You're good, but man. But I'm learning. You're good. I think. Listen, I think there are a lot of fascinating things. I can't wait to talk to this guy and um, just learn a little bit more about it. But uh, you guys will go more in-depth on, on what he's doing, what he's accomplished. Uh, but that's coming up actually at about 3.30. So let's take a break so we get on time. We start with some football and the Jags. What do we see out there today? You're breaking down plays. Yeah, man. I mean, you're out there pushing it out on Twitter and breaking down Jags practice I'm contributing, plays. man. What can I say? I like it. You're taking yeah. a look at the defense. All I'm looking at is Colin Johnson catching balls one-handed. Hey, juggling. On him too. I you saw did. him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's on my radar. Yeah. I'm waiting for Marcel Robinson to tweet that out. Come on, Marcel Robinson. Tweet that video out. That was good stuff. By the way, we did that little segment about two months back where Jaguar sleepers for
2: training camp. Two of my three sleepers did a great job so far. Colin Johnson was a sleeper. I had Cassius Marsh, not doing too shabby. And then Gunter's out. So that I was one, say, one, really one of my sleepers count.
1: retired. Yeah. Aaron Uh, Lynch. What are you going to do? Yeah, it happens. It happens. All right, let's talk football. We come back. Uh, Thanks for hanging with us on a Friday Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 in your car on the stream. Ask Alexa or a smart speaker just to play ESPN 690. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and oh, yeah, we're on Twitch, ESPN 690 Jacks. We'll be right back.
0: The
2: Rock out of nowhere buys the XFL during a pandemic, mind you, goes half in with his ex wife. So now you're going to business with your ex wife. Brent Martino.
1: I don't know if that's on the business advice list.
0: Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. No, Colin's been great, man. Um, First thing, just coming in, showing a willingness, willingness to learn. You know, it's tough for all these rookies coming in without OTAs, uh, but he's done a really good job studying. Uh, and then, like, physically, I mean, he's a really big guy that moves well. He can drop his weight, getting in and out of the cuts. Uh, he's made some big plays so far, and uh, I'm excited to work with him.
1: That is Jaguars quarterback Gardner Minshew talking about Colin Johnson. He has made some big plays. Six-foot-six guy out of Texas, fifth-round pick. I'll tell you what, I thought about this today. C.J. Henderson's already had some nice moments has people talking. Caleb on chase on out there today. And instantly you can see the speed this guy has, right? I mean, I'm not you and know the position very well, but that first step is that first step. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like get carried away, but you can see it. You can see where the talent lies. So, and most people think that'll be a good, pick at, at number 20 the jags made lavisca chenault has the town buzzing right now about how they're going to use him. at least has me buzzing but i think it has a lot of people buzzing oh at, i'm buzzing uh, just to see what happens there now devon hamilton we'll see I, I don't i wouldn't say there's a buzz around devon hamilton but he's going to get an opportunity it looks like with all the things that have transpired on that defensive front uh that is what uh that's the third round what happened the fourth oh fourth round's ben Barch. not going to see him much this year but He's already had some things. I mean, I had video of him against Timmy Jernigan on the first day. And granted, Jernigan, it was his first day out there. Yeah. He did a nice job against a vet and a guy was a good player. He's got an attitude to him, too, which I like. Yeah, so, I mean, he looks the part. You can see why people like him. And, and they like that pick for the Jags. So there's a couple okay. And then you add in Colin Johnson in the fifth round now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, those first, like, six. I don't know if Colin was Colin Johnson the only fifth round pick they had? Uh, i have to go back and look. But either way, it's like six picks in a row. You're like, hey, you know what? It's early, yeah. Uh, But while it's early, let's just say those look like six pretty nice picks, well, and a couple of them looks like some really good picks.
2: Well, listen, and it is early right now, right? And with Colin, Colin Johnson seems to be all the kind of buzz the past couple of days, as he should. He's making one-handed catches over here, showing off great footwork over there. I mean, the guy looks great so far. But once again, we, we got to pump the brakes a little bit. Let's see him against you know the top corners. Let's see him against that press coverage. Let's see what he can do. I studied cable, you know. Taylor hey, Vaughn Chase on today a little bit and I made a habit to go watch his individual stuff, because that's where you can kind of tell to see where a player is at, especially a rookie, okay? And when I, I started kind of watching his feet, I'm like, yes, he's got that footwork, yes, he's got the get-off, but like most rookies, you know, you're still getting accustomed to what kind of blocks a is going to throw at you, right? So when he was going through, uh, you know, the, the pad work with his coach and everything, you know, he had a couple false steps here, had a little misalignment with his hands here or there, and that's common, Brent, alright? That's, every rookie's going to go through that. I don't care if you're Josh, Allen. Khalil Mack, Von Miller, every rookie goes through those woes a little bit. But I'll tell you something that I did like, right? And I don't want to overhype somebody one of their very first days of practicing, but the instincts of Caleb on chase on, you see that. You can tell. You can tell. I can tell from the get-go. I saw it with Josh Allen last year, and I can see it with him right now. What
1: what do you see there? Like, how can you tell? Like, I I don't, I wouldn't be able to tell that. So,
2: there's a couple plays that I I posted on Twitter where there was a tackle overreaching him, right? Now, the way it's supposed to be as a rookie, especially, is you got to teach the fundamentals. You have to teach the base work, right? So, if you're on the edge and a tackle's trying to reach you, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to lock out your inside arm and protect the edge, right? Protect your gap. This is a one gap defense. Do your job and everybody else will do their job and then you'd be successful. Well, with Chase on already, which is rare that I'm, um, I'm seeing him do and coach to kind of let him have free reign of this. He has the ability to go inside. He has the ability to feel the tackle overreaching him, and he has the instincts to either spin, to rip, to swim back inside and make a play. It's what we call being a robot versus being an athlete. We heard Clayus Campbell talk about this last year a little bit. If you're a robot, you do what you're supposed to do in that defense, Mm -hmm. right? You set the edge. You do your job. Maybe you don't make the play, but it's like, hey, coach, look at me. I'm in my gap right now. I'm doing my job. That's a robot. An athlete can go inside of that, you know, overreach and say, you know what? This isn't necessarily my gap, but I'm athletic enough. I'm explosive enough where I can make up for it and make that play. That's what sets the part from the great players, just from the okay
1: players yeah okay that makes a lot of sense you also threw a couple other videos out there mm-hmm. what did you see uh from those defensive guys especially from the video well you talked about colin johnson even separation and his yeah. route running a little bit but uh, just share some of the kind of the tweets and thoughts so, i mean this is a not as a visual as a medium we're not going to show the highlights yeah, yeah. here you can check out austin's twitter but i mean really what you're seeing out there on the field from some of these guys uh and you were breaking down
2: well Essentially what I'm trying to look for, and let's be honest, I'm a little biased because I'm a defensive lineman, ex-defensive lineman, so I'm keen on that. And I think the defensive line right now is the biggest question mark going forward. And when we break the defensive line down, we need guys like Dwayne Smoot to show out and be big. Now, he's showing promise, you know, and and he's flashed here or there, but can he be that dependable guy? Can he get 30 reps per game and be that dependable maybe three technique or big defensive end? So I was watching him a lot today, not necessarily like, you know, the aggressiveness or his pass rush skill set. All I was watching to see is, is he fundamentally sound? Has he made progress from last year, and can he be depended on, especially in that base defense, if he's playing big end? And from what I saw today, and once again, I don't want to over-exaggerate things. It's just one practice, but from what I saw today, it's an unequivocally absolutely yes. Th- th- this guy looks great because of every one of the drills that i watched him perform today, there were zero false steps. There, there, there was zero movement that shouldn't have been there. Like he, you can tell right now that his technique, it's sound. Um, he's quick. His reaction is on point, and that's what you want, especially out of a team that is in dire need to stop the run.
1: You know, it's, it's, I thought of this when I saw that and we're talking a little bit about, and you even said, you like, hey, Smoot looks good. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know what? It's an interesting deal. And there's a lot of guys that happen and, and some, this happens too. And fans are kind of like, yeah, hey, whatever. They don't get the buzz or whatever it might be. He was a fourth round pick, Smoot Buzz, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, it's just a guy. You know, he's a depth play. Probably more disappointing even as a fourth round pick in the early going. Well, last year, he knew it was a big year. He did. He admitted it. He knew yeah. it. And, Comes in with six sacks. You know, and I wouldn't sit here and tell you it was a dominant six sacks and oh my gosh, look at him, he's all over the place. But he got six sacks, man. That's production. Six sacks is six sacks. That's right. And so you're doing some things right and he provided some depth. Now he's going to be asked to do a little bit more. But my point of the conversation is. Yeah, you know, these guys. Sometimes it takes a little bit to hit. Sometimes it takes opportunity. Sometimes it takes growth. Sometimes it's the mental side. Sometimes it's the technique side. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is. It clicks, but sometimes it clicks a little bit down the road. People do get better. Kind of our conversation yesterday. Do you get better once you get to the pros? Well, the, the answer to that was absolutely you do. Uh, you know, look at Tyson Alualu is still playing after all these years. So it might be that Dewan Smoot is ready to really take off a little bit. And that doesn't mean that he's going to be a pro bowler and an all-pro. You don't have to have every guy be a pro bowler and an all-pro. There are a lot of solid football players over the years, whether it's on the Steelers, whether it's on the Ravens, whether it's whatever. The Patriots are a great example. That weren't these star-studded guys, got their job done, helped the football team, filled some holes. Yeah, And Smoop might be on his way to that. Mm-hmm. Smoop might be a real... Like, you wonder quietly if, like... Wash and, and, uh, Rebovich there, the D-line coach, are, they're quietly excited about what he's done. To this point and last year, and and about to do. I think they are, you know. And to me, you know how I feel about it, Brent. And I'll
2: say it until the cows come home. It's about stopping the run first. All right. Last year, the run defense was atrocious. You lose Calais Campbell. People got to step step up now in those roles. I'm not necessarily worried about so much about the, the pass rush. The pass rush is going to be there, right? You you got Josh Allen. I think Smoot can be a pass rusher. Obviously, Chase on if he can stay healthy looks really good. So I'm not worried necessarily about the pass rush, but I am worried about stopping the run and what i saw today from Smoot weather once again he's playing that big end technique playing a three technique or something that we're not even talking about yet i like from what i saw from his footwork and his hand placement because that's all run blocking is listen you can have an attitude and you, you can get off the ball and be aggressive and and have this good pop that's fantastic but it's the little details what will make a great run defense team and just a mediocre one. And today I saw Smoot clean up his details from last year a little bit, and he looks fantastic.
1: Well, so here's the story out of camp today. Some of those kind of stories, like Smoot, who you won't hear about. It's not going to be a flashy thing, but I liked what you had to say about him. Caleb on chase on back on the field, and you like what you see there. Colin Johnson, impressive the last couple of days. Again, we have been very cautious to get – Overly crazy and excited about a practice, but it's cool when guys make plays and you can see that And there's some talent there in Colin Johnson. So these draft picks are starting to play uh, pretty well and at least flash from time to time. And uh, they did some live hitting today. Uh, there were some some live moments, yeah. and they're going to do more of that tomorrow. It was a rest day for about eighteen guys, but still overall beautiful day out there. Quick work, uh, pretty much to set up tomorrow's scrimmage atmosphere, and uh, some highlights as well. We'll talk a little Gardner Minshew, Ben McAdoo. They both talked today, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about those guys in just a little bit on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety. But we go a different. Well, before we get out of here, I want to give you an update. Dustin Johnson now ten under through ten holes. 10-under through 10 holes. I will read his stat line. Birdie, eagle, birdie, eagle, birdie, par, birdie, birdie, par for a 27-9-under on the front nine. Wow. Now, he's 10-under after 10. He birdied the 10th. This could be one of the sickest rounds of all time if he continues. Now, that's unlikely. But it could be absolutely bananas. Meanwhile, Tiger Woods is one under par. Normally, like, hey, okay, well, that's not bad. He's still in the front nine. He's losing ground a lot at one Are under Are they playing a putt-putt course in Boston over it's there? It's unbelievable. I don't think you could go 10 under through 10 holes on a putt-putt course. Yeah. mini golf for me, but a lot of people say putt-putt. Yeah. Uh, mini-golf, mini-golf, mini-golf. To their yeah. own. Yeah. Uh, he's making it look like a mini-golf course. Yep. Uh, when we come back, we get into the gaming world. Super Evan joins us. Looking forward to this one coming up on ESPN 690. Oh, this goes right into my wheelhouse here on a Friday on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Better get you a bath and break real quick, Brent Martineau. I'm excited about this. This isn't like when you talk about wrestling and I need to go to the bathroom or go get a drink. I'm yep. excited about this. Or it's kind of like when we're talking about golf today the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 10 under through 10 holes is 10 under through 10 holes, man. Dustin Johnson. You're, you're saying numbers to me right now, man. You're, you're just saying numbers to me right now. <laughs> uh, I can't even c- uh, compare it to <laughs> yeah. wrestling. You can Because there are no numbers in wrestling. See, maybe that's why it's a little difficult for me. Yeah. Well, the, the, there are belts, though, in wrestling. There well, are belts, but there are no yeah. numbers, no stats. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's why I like wrestling. That's why it's a little different. That's why I like wrestling. How about this, some stats for you. Our next guest holds the world record for the most single player kills in Call of Duty Warzone. Does that impress you? Yeah. Holds world record for most multiplayer kills in Call of Duty Warzone. Still impressed? Equally impressed. Holds world record for most kills with an Odin. That's a gun, but yes, I'm very impressed. Top five KD in the world of <laughs> at Call of Duty Warzone. I should have I should have uh, proofread this. Yeah. Qualified for Fortnite TwitchCon Grand fin- Finals 2018. Impressed? I, I guess. Am. Yeah, man. I mean, Finished top ten Grand in Fortnite finals. World Cup. So he's dynamic, not just Call of Duty, but also Fortnite, Brent. And he can do it all. Yeah. And uh, he joins us right now, and he's joining us on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane. And say hello to Evan Moore, also known as Super Evan. What's happening, man?
0: What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Man, I feel like
1: you're like right here with us. That's great sound quality right <laughs> that now. That is good sound quality. What That's kind fair. of microphone are you using, man? I could get us a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining the show. This is uh, fun to have you on. Uh, great resume, of course. And I, as I talked to you earlier today, I told you, listen, I'm not going to fake this thing. I don't know a lot about it. Uh, but I'm intrigued by it. But meanwhile, Austin and Kuzu, you've been talking to our producer. Their their eyes light up, man. They they know about it big time. Uh, you're a star in the world of com- competitive gaming, aren't you? Uh,
0: I guess you could call it a star. I guess. Uh, I mean, I it, listen. It's it's a new thing, you oh. know. It's it's my parents are the same way with you. I mean, they don't really understand it either, but they're trying to <laughs> to catch the ropes of it, you know. But um. Yeah, man, we're all all learning out here. It's a new thing. It's the next coming thing, though. I'll tell you that. It's the next big thing. So humble, too, Brett. by (laughs) the way. Absolutely.
2: I mean,
1: most most
2: single-player kills in Call of Duty Warzone, he's all right. Yeah. So (laughs) humble. Well,
1: listen, here's the deal, too. Like, my 15-year-old. It's probably like you're talking to who today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know they're excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah. So, hey, tell us about your world though. How did it take off? How did you get to this point? Uh, was it a meteoric rise? And are you just shocked at, at how quick all it happened? Tell us a little bit about your
0: background. All right. Well, t- all right. So growing up, I uh, I was actually an athlete. I played basketball and football, mainly basketball. Uh, I'm six five. I'm a pretty tall guy. Damn. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so I started when I was playing when I was six years old. And I grew up, played basketball, football my whole life, uh, all the way up till about high school, until right around right when I got to the beginning of college. Um, you know, I went I, to high school. I went into uh, St. Augustine High, uh, made varsity freshman year, all of that. Um, played AAU for five years. Played on one of the best AAU teams in Northeast Florida, uh, First Coastal League. I don't know if you heard of them or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we won state start uh, my senior year, going into my senior year, um, but. I started playing video games when I was probably 13. My parents got me an Xbox 360. Me and my brother shared it. uh, Played Call of Duty 4 and Halo 3. Uh, Most fun of my life, you know. I I mean, literally, I fell in love as soon as I put the controller in my hand. And I knew from that point on, I mean, I I was coming home from school. Instead of going to the gym to play basketball, I was coming home and playing Call of Duty or Halo 3. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) you know. I, I knew I had a love for it, but um, to decide that I didn't want to play college basketball to play video games, I mean, that was one of the hardest decisions of my life, you know, because I played basketball growing up my whole life. My parents always thought I wanted to do the basketball thing, and telling my parents that I wanted to do the gaming thing full-time was uh, was tough, but, you know, you because know, my dad, being the age he is, he was like, you're playing video games? You want to play video games for a living? You know, it sounds crazy, right? <laughs> um but yeah, so what happened, uh I, you know, I had D2 offers, a little D1 offers to play basketball. Didn't want to do it. Uh just just wanted to follow the gaming thing. So what I did was I uh I took a semester at a community college in St. Augustine. Um and then I I asked my dad, I said uh can I have a semester off to <laughs> prove that I can do this as a full-time job? And sure enough, I mean, it ended up working out. So now we're here. So, I've been doing it for four years.
2: That's awesome. So, Evan, you know, I mean, like, listen, that, that transition from, you know, wanting to go to college to um, taking the semester off. I mean, like, what was that conversation with your parents like, though? Like, were they supportive off the get-go? Were they skeptical? And what are, what are their thoughts about it now?
0: Well, they were, okay, so from the start, they were really hesitant on it. Because, like I said, you know, it, it sounds crazy to just – be playing video games for a living (laughs) i mean it does it it sounds crazy i can't blame it sounds like the dream i'm gonna keep going it does does. it's fun it's a lot of fun i'm having i'm enjoying it right now um but you know my dad they're very supportive of me you know they they watch all my tournaments i play and they normally watch my stream at night uh whatever and i think that's very important to do something that you love and passion you have to have that family support in my opinion um but yeah they were they were very supportive of it um and it took him a little bit in the beginning because I wasn't making the most money in the very, in the beginning, but I could show them that I did make some money doing it and that it could, and I showed him what it could be. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, just, just having that, that family support is, is strong and being successful or ha- having them believe in you. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. it was definitely nice. Absolutely,
1: Evan Moore with us, uh, Super Evan, uh, as you know in the gaming world. You know, listen, Austin played uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's currently an MMA fighter, uh, six six. If you want to challenge him in the
0: cage, so, I mean, <laughs> good I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> the <lot> <laughs> But you know, when
1: you're like Austin, I mean, I'm gonna be totally different because I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna go play professional baseball, even though I played in college. I knew I wanted to do this. So you set out like a map, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, I mean, I'm gonna have to start in some small market and do this, and then hopefully someday. I can, you know, some people say be on ESPN or whatever. For yeah. you, it's like, hey, I want to go play in college, and then yeah. maybe if it works out, maybe I get to play on Sundays in the NFL, yep. whatever it might be. Uh, if that doesn't work out, if I still want to play, you can go play in Canada or yeah. still play there's, professionally. There's there's
2: a very solid blueprint set up for me. Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: that's the thing, uh, Evan. What's the blueprint? Like, how, did you map <laughs> something out? Like you started to tell your folks that, hey, I can make some money here, uh, and it could look like this. But what was the roadmap to get there? And it sounds like you're here.
0: Honestly, it wasn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't really have a plan going into it because like it is a new thing. So I, there wasn't really a, a road paved to do like this as a full-time job. But what I saw was, I don't know if you guys heard of the streamer, Nick Merks. Um, I started following him and I've been following him for four and a half years now. And, uh, what he did in Fortnite, which is the previous game I played, he, uh, he hosted these uh, subscriber tournaments and, what I did was I, I ended up getting into one and I did really, really well in it. And, uh, ever since then, me and him became friends and he kind of really took me under his wing and showed me the ropes of how to, like, do the streamer or do the do the YouTube side of things. Um, but I, it, to say there was a blueprint, I, I can't really say there was, to be honest with you. I, I just kind of was shooting for the stars, you know? Um, but it, I'm happy it worked out. I mean, you know? <laughs>
2: Evan, you know, you talked about Fortnite, you know, and you you came from, you you got a top 10 at the World Cup, and then you transitioned to Call of Duty Warzone. I mean, like, was the decision to transition just from the standpoint of, it's the most popular game, and that's what people are playing? Like, what was the decision, because obviously you're pretty good at Fortnite as well, I mean, was there any kind of, kind of, you know, you're kind of taken back, like, I want to stick on Fortnite, because this is what I'm good at, and you were afraid to go to Call of Duty Warzone?
0: Okay, well, so, I started off on COD, and then I went to... Warzone, or, I mean, Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. Um, And so I, I was following the trend of, like, the po- more popular games, I guess you could say, but I didn't know Warzone was going to be what it is today. I was just going back to Call of Duty because I, I left Fortnite before Warzone even came out. So I went back to Call of Duty and I was playing Search and Destroy tournaments, which is, like, a, a whole nother thing. Um, But, I mean, Fortnite Fortnite did its due diligence to me. Mm-hmm. I just... I I wasn't good enough, I felt like, to compete at the top of the level for Fortnite with, like, these kids who are on mouse and keyboard who are, like, whipping their wrist over and over again. (laughs) When I'm on two thumbsticks over here on a controller, you know, it just didn't make sense to me to play that. I didn't think I could compete at the top level. But in Call of Duty, was always my first true love, so I just went back to COD, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. And I knew there was going to be a Battle Royale to drop, not knowing what it was going to be, but I knew it was going to be something. I didn't know it was going to be this big and it, I mean, it, it blew up, it blew up though. I mean, they really took after Fortnite and making it a free game to play. Yeah. So everyone was playing it. Um, and it's cross platform. So PC can play with Xbox, Xbox can play with PS4. Everyone can play with each other. So, I mean, it, it really, they really did a good job with it.
2: Listen, whether you're a professional football player, an MMA fighter, or you're a gamer, you have to have some kind of regimen set in place to be successful right to be one of the best players in the right. world like w- what goes in to your scheduling like what makes you one of the best players like, in the world? Like, what goes into honing your craft if you will
0: i mean it's the same thing as any other sport man it's, you just got to put in the time you put in the time you watch people you get better i mean you got to know what to work on and then you it takes it takes time you know it's not going to happen overnight you you play hours on i mean i play at least seven hours a day every day i mean it's 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 non-stop 24 7 You go and uh, the competition for streamers nowadays in the streaming world too, it's really flooded right now because there's so many people who stream, so many people share the same followers, same subscribers, whatever it is. And if they're on at the same time you are, you know, you got to pick and choose. And if you miss a day – then that leaves room for some people to go jump over to that stream and maybe they like them more, you know? So mm-hmm. it's not, and, and the, the cool thing about the streaming world is it's not all about the, the talent really. It's more so of like liking the, the personality of someone or just like hanging out with them, you know? It's really cool. And I think the world is headed, the, at least the entertainment world is heading towards the live streaming, uh, platform.
2: Well, Evan, this is kind of where I compare, believe it or not, MMA to gaming a little bit. Where you talked about the streamers having the personality. I mean, in MMA, you know, you can either be a really good talker on the microphone and get those big money fights, or you can right. be very skilled and still get a championship. I mean, right. obviously, from your perspective, I mean, you seem like a pretty social kind of guy, and you have the skills to back it up. Like, do you feel more pressure to work on the skill set, or is it more pressure to work on coming across as—I don't want to say a character per se, but obviously a person that can put himself out there and get those likes and everything?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the skill level for me is the easier part for me. It was more so like being uh, more interactive with my stream or with some people in the chat, you know, and being the funny guy that you can be or whatever. Because there's a guy named Dr. Disrespect. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. I
2: know of like, him, yes.
0: He, You know, he he gets into character every single time he gets on the stream. <laughs> he gets into a a character. A, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's great. He's <laughs> awesome. Everyone loves the guy. I mean, that's another guy, though, who's who's paving the road for this whole thing to be – Ongoing for the next couple of years or the next twenty years, whatever it may be, I don't know, you know. So,
1: Evan Moore with us, Super Evan as he's known in the gaming world. I was going to tell you that uh, my kid plays seven hours a day too, but he's not making any money off.
0: <laughs> 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 That's it, it is a while. How old are you? I'm twenty two. Yeah.
1: So it is a wild thing. Like when you told your parents or even people my age, and I don't consider myself old, but I'm 43. So I'm much older than you. <laughs> and so when you say that, like seven hours or we tell our, hey, OK, you only got another hour up there, not, you know, yeah. but but that's what the strange thing is. There's college scholarships available. There will be gaming in high school. Our generation, people like me, and especially even older, they don't want to admit it. Like we don't want to admit that that that's a thing. Like there's an right. avenue here. Do you guys see that? And also on the other side of it, do you see kids asking you questions all the time? Like how do I get to be like
0: you? Yep, I, I get the questions all the time, man. Every day I get in the stream, I get. You got any tips to get better? Oh, yada yada. What are your settings? You know, on the computer and everything. But I, I always tell them. I say I, I just think it's hard work, man. I really do. Uh, it's just, I take it as any other sport you put in the time you put in the work. I think you get to see the the other side and it's, I think it's pretty good.
1: So do you, will you be, do you're 22? You're doing really well at this, right? Uh, I don't know how much money you've made, but I've seen some of the the cash prizes. So it's been pretty good. but like, are you going to do this until you're 60?
0: Who, a, knows, man? who, 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 is, who goal, knows, man? I, I What's the goal, man? I, I What's the goal? The goal for me right now is to join an organization. My dream uh, organization right now is to join FaZe Clan. It's, a, it's one of the top-tier orgs uh, in the U.S. Um, and joining an org would just be like uh, joining a team basically, just like any other NBA team or NFL team, whatever. But um, it, the, the, the longevity of the career, I think it's there. The more, I don't think I can't say it's not in streaming, but I see it more in YouTube just because you can. It's like a royalty where, like, you post a video, that video can you could be making money off that video for the next five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the streaming side, I don't know. I mean, be, Dr. Disrespect is like 37, 36. So I, I mean, he's still doing it. He's still one of the top streamers. So I mean, I think the sky's the limit with it. I think you can do it for a long time. Do, do you, and I do plan on doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, look, I mean, you got plenty of time ahead and the game's going to yeah. change along the way, which yeah. you got to also. Navigate Absolutely, right yeah. and adjust uh, to to all the new things and new technology or whatever. And by the way, the competition's heating up. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, you just said that, and there's no doubt about that. You can tell, yeah. especially when there's money involved. Uh, do you do you find yourself like educating like people like me a lot? You know, like, because uh, seriously, like, like, seriously, like, Austin and Coos here, they know it. Like, they know it's like an underground world, though, for somebody like me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sure. it's like we're in travel. I say this to these guys. Right. They they have like Austin's got a five year old kid. Coos doesn't have a kid, at least that he knows of. And <laughs> I've got 15 year olds. And so we're in like the travel ball world. Right. Yeah. And right. You, like you live that, too, with basketball, the AAU stuff. Yeah. So yep. we live in that world. I don't live in like the gaming world, mm. but like people that don't live in the travel ball world, they have no. They're like, "What are you doing? That sounds stupid, right?" right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so you get the same thing in the gaming world. How much education goes into it? Like you fill out a paperwork. People are like, "What do you do?" Uh, I'm a competitive game. No, like really, what do you do?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. I mean, no. You're you're right though. You're you're absolutely right. It, I, like I said, man, it's a, it's a new thing, and I do I do find myself like trying to talk to the the generation above me. Up to the education level to where you can understand it, but it's hard to explain something in words when you don't like watch it. Like someone can try to sit there and explain to me cricket and I don't, I still wouldn't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's the same thing. You got to, you'd have to watch it and be invested into it to understand what's going on fully, at least.
2: Evan, I respect you, man, because you obviously, you played basketball, you played at a pretty high level by the sounds of it, and now you're a gamer. So what better person to ask this question than you right now? Is competitive gaming a sport?
0: Yes. Okay. Absolutely. It's not a physical sport, but it has the same aspect as every other sport out there. Awesome. The competitive level, the the, the money is in it. I mean, it's it's all there.
2: Okay, so then with that being said, and once again, you're, I'm sure you're a fan of basketball, so you have to understand sometimes you got to know your history a little bit, right? So right. what I've done for you, Super Evan, is I compiled the list of ten questions from okay. r- r- <laughs> ranging from games that are ranging from games that are pretty popular, either from you know the 90s, 2000s to today, and I'm gonna see how <laughs> well you know your gaming history, and let's just see how true a professional you really are. Are you ready, Super Evan? I'm ready. All right, check this out, man. So first question. In what video game series would you find the antagonist known as the One-Winged Angel?
0: Well, you see, okay, so that that sounds like a game I didn't play. Um, it could be, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> One-Winged Angel? Yep. Is it like... uh League of Legends? Ooh, so we're looking for
2: Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Uh, see, yeah, I
0: didn't play I don't play those games. Oh, I don't, I don't, oh, bro, those don't
1: games. play those ga- Oh, okay, okay, uh, don't play, play those you. games. Okay, oh, okay. I don't play those games. Wait, can you start with the $100
2: question? This I is the $100 question. All right, next question. Now, you might have a hard time with this one, too. In the Legend of Zelda and the Orc of Time, what was one of the powers that the Orc possessed?
0: Not a single clue. <laughs> Not a single clue. Hey, i i could not tell you has he even heard of zelda he's, he's 22 i i know what zelda is i know what yeah. zelda is <laughs> he's, never, he's going I, from I, super I, evan to regular evan right now i have <laughs> ne- well hey if you ask me questions about call of duty i've got you <laughs> well, i've got well, you obviously. with the call of duty right. i've got you with the fortnite i've I, got you with all of that all right, let's try this
2: one have you played goldeneye before
0: james bond yeah yeah okay what
2: character did friends used to fight over because his distinct advantage of being so short in goldeneye what was the name of the character you know this one, Brent, don't you? Or no? no. Okay.
0: I'm with Brent, I don't know it either.
2: Okay. <laughs> Google. Look at looking
0: for odd job. Odd job was the correct no,
2: that one. I didn't know that. I okay. didn't know that. I'm gonna give you a softball one here.
1: This, this is like this is like asking you about golf. No, it's because How his is specialty it? is Call of Duty and you gotta, you, gotta,
0: you gotta think of it like this. It's like Call of Duty is like basketball, and then another game is like football or another. Yeah, game I got it's all different genres. I, I don't follow that. This them. is a
1: good That's a good analogy right there. <laughs> well, let's do a couple more. Maybe we can pull one out of them here because
2: I like this right now.
1: Um, <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah,
2: what well, fun. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. I'm having no, fun. Go, go, all right. Give me three countries where characters from the original Street Fighter were from, not counting the United States of America. You can
0: do
1: this one. Uh-oh. Um, should ask who's. One's Brazil.
0: Yep. Wow, okay. That was good. I didn't know that. <laughs> um,
2: There's a sumo wrestler in one of them. <clears throat> that helps.
0: You said countries? Yep. China? Yep.
2: Go ahead. That's two. Last one.
1: Say Japan. There it is.
0: <laughs> you want to go? You, wanna, you think it's Japan? Yes. Japan, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm helping.
1: Yeah, you're helping. Oh, you're just, I got all my right. lifelines.
2: All right, we got uh, we got three more. Should we go through the rest of them, Brent,
1: real oh, quick. Yeah,
2: try one more. All right. Oh, we got a couple. Okay, so name four video games that are also movies.
0: Um, Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at him now. All of a he's getting a little confidence
2: okay. in his stuff. Hey, got a James kick? Bond count? Of course. Why not?
0: Okay. All right. Um.
1: Will they come out with a Fortnite movie at some point? Oof,
0: I mean, it, it's possible. Why not? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Unfortunately, I uh, can't
2: count that for this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a nice try, uh, though. Yeah, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> hey, two of them, not bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know the other two. Uh,
2: I mean, there's a bunch of them. We can go like Sonic. You got, you got one, Brent? No. Okay. Oh, Sonic is
0: one of the new ones. Mario. Yeah, yeah. Mario. Yeah, Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario. Okay. Right.
2: Last question, and, and this is, I want to I age you because I want to see actually how old you really are. Give me one hard song to play on Guitar
1: Hero.
0: Uh, uh, welcome to the jungle Boom, there it is Very He's back And he's back And he's
1: back What I wanted to ask you is something a lot simpler I wonder if I we've shown highlights of you in, at St. Augustine High School in basketball on CBS 47 and Fox 30 Maybe, I don't know I'm going to go look it up in the archive system Maybe, I'll maybe I'll send them to you if we have them that would be awesome. So that would be quick. Uh, so you were six, five, you're 6'5", so did you play the post or could you shoot it a bit?
0: I played point guard. I was the point guard. Dang! I was the tallest player on the team. I was a shooter. I was definitely a shooter.
1: That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. Evan Moore, super Evan. Hey, let's do it again, man. Let's. Uh, it was fun having you on, and uh, we appreciate you sharing a bit about your success in the competitive gaming world.
0: For sure, guys. I appreciate you guys having me, man. All
1: right. Thank you, man. You bet. Super Evan, Evan Moore from St. Augustine. Played some hoops at St. Augustine High School. Changed into the gaming world, and guess what? That was one heck of a decision. It's working out for him. 3.1 million followers on Twitch. We're just climbing. We're just trying to get there, Brent. Please share it. One uh, <laughs> one follower at a time. Share the segment. Yeah. Yep. We're on Twitter <laughs> and Twitch and Facebook and YouTube We're going back to football and sports and an update on Dustin Johnson, whether Austin likes it or not. Coming up next (laughs) on ESPN 690. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines.